let's face it, in this day and age, everyone is getting on camera. And I want to show you and share with you six tips on how to get over your fear of getting on camera, especially if you are looking to start your own business. It's one of the fastest way to get attention. And it's also the cheapest. I'm on YouTube and it's totally free. And I can talk to people and they can find my stuff later. I can do all sorts of things, especially social media. So social media is there's so many different platforms that you can get on for free, but it does require you to get over your fear of getting on camera so you can promote yourself and promote your business and promote the services that you provide to help change someone's lives, right? So if I was in my clinic, if people have these major injuries, they have lacerations of their tendons and nerves, or they want to avoid surgery and they're like, I have so much pain and the doctor keeps telling me I have to have an injection of surgery. If I didn't get on camera and share some of my perspective or tell them like, hey, my name is Huang. I'm an occupational therapist and certified hand therapist and I can help you with those things. No one will get the help. Right. If I wasn't willing to get over my fear of getting on camera to talk to therapists, to talk to occupational therapists, I wouldn't be able to help OTs advance in their career. I wouldn't be able to help OTs get jobs, become certified hand therapists, and I wouldn't be able to help you start your business, grow your business as an occupational therapist. We all want more choices on our career. And I think that when you start your own business, that is one way of having more and more choices, and it provides the flexibility that you've been looking for. It provides the financial freedoms that you want. Yeah, there's a lot of great things about being in business as an occupational therapist. But one of the things I think it's so important as OTs, and anyone actually who wants to start in their business is actually to get over your fear of getting on camera. Again, it's because it's free. You don't have to hire any videographer. It just takes being brave, right? So one of the things that I wrote down a bunch of, I wrote down six tips, but I think as I was thinking this through, one of the major things to get over your fear of getting on camera is to stop thinking about yourself. You're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about how people will perceive you. You're thinking about how you don't want to look stupid or you don't want to look a certain way. I know this because I always try to get my team members to get on camera and these are their worries and these are their concerns. I've talked to other business owners and these are their worries and these are their concerns. But when you turn the camera on, don't think about yourself. I know it's actually really hard to not think about yourself because we're so ego driven, right? The ego protects us. And so it's hard to not think about ourselves and say, oh, like I'm going to say something and people are going to think I'm stupid. I'm going to say something and they're going to tell me I say, or I curse too much. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but you want to think about the person that you specifically want to talk to, right? Specifically want to talk to. So I'm actually, when I'm doing this, I'm actually thinking of two people who told me specifically healthcare. They're actually not even OTs. One is a physician and one is a speech therapist. But I told them these exact things and I wanted to share it with you.
all right, because they are afraid to get on camera and to share their perspective and really to promote their business and what they want to do with their business. Number one, I actually wrote this and then I went back to looking to see what order and I want. So, all right. So number one is you want to create your social media accounts for your business and don't ask your friends to follow you. That was one of the biggest mistakes that I made when I first got started because in order to look like I had people following me or liking my stuff, I asked my friends and I asked my family. And the thing is, your friends and your family, those are the ones that you fear judgment from the most. <laughs> so if you fear judgment and you it's subconscious, you're not being like, I'm afraid of them. You're not, <laughs> not necessarily saying that subconscious. You're subconsciously fearful of being judged by your friends and family. So start your social media channel and don't invite none of them people, right? Don't tell none of them people. Don't say anything about them, right? Don't tell them to follow you yet. Not yet. Not yet. Soon, but not yet. And I would say that was probably one of my biggest mistakes because I had everyone following me, but then it did slow me down. It stopped me for a while because I was like, oh, but th this person might say something or that person or they'll, you know, sometimes they're... They mean to be encouraging, but they're not. Hmm. So anyway, so yes, go out and get your own followers. But your fear of judgment is the thing that's going to slow you down. So acknowledge it for what it is and then get over it fast so that you can go out and attract more and more people to your business, to watching what you have to offer. All right. So that's number one. Start them social media accounts. All right. Number two is take pictures, batch them out, take a bunch of pictures, but making it relevant to what you do and the services you offer. Just everything. So when I started, I did hands. I did everything about hands, shared everything about hand therapy. The thing is what I was attracting to my clinic was actually other therapists and I wasn't attracting my potential patients. I thought I was attracting them, but I wasn't. But that's okay. I learned from that within months after all the questions that were coming in were actually from therapists and not potential patients. But take the pictures, batch them out, make them relevant to what you do. So always think about who you help, what you can do for them, what service you can provide, how you can change their lives. It's sometimes it's easier when there's other people in it. I used to, when I was alone, when I was completely alone, I would just ask my patients if they would be willing to take pictures with me. And I would set up a camera. You can get like a cheap tripod and I would just set it up take and take a picture of doing therapy. But hey, you do whatever you need to do to get started, but get started by taking some pictures of relevant things. Number three. So one is get on social media. Number two is take them pictures. And then number three is I actually... That's what we got to celebrate. Number three is using Instagram stories or Facebook stories. So whichever one you like, stories actually go away within 24 hours, right? Stories disappear. So I actually love using Instagram a lot. And so if, if you follow me here on YouTube, you can check me out Instagram. Can't there be secrets on Instagram? And my clinic channel is Hands OTS. So it's hands-on therapy services, but the handle on Instagram is Hands OTS. But I share stories on there 
and it helps me to get my ideas out and they disappear in 24 hours. If I like them, I keep them. And if I don't like them, they disappear. Like how good is that? So you can start practicing to get your, like your voice and how you speak at that practice while nobody's watching, right? Remember, don't go telling your friends and family about it and then they won't watch you and then you won't get so self-conscious. At first, nobody's going to watch it. But what a great time to practice and to learn, right? Who cares about those views and likes? Just get out there and then you can watch them and see how you did. And every day you do a story. Every day you do a few stories. Now I think Instagram does stories for a minute long. So you talk for like a whole minute. It used to be 15 seconds. So it's even better now. So that leads me to number four, which is to write out that one topic you want to share, right? Just write out that one topic you want to share. So if you're going for a minute, you're going to talk about one thing, right? Oh gosh, I have such a hard time with this because I have so much to say apparently. <laughs> but let's say I'm talking about a stiff joint. I'm going to talk about how to reduce edema. I'm only going to talk about edema. If I want to talk about, man, that stiff joint, it's really stiff. One of the best ways to do work is to work into extension. And I'll maybe share one technique, one simple technique of how to get more extension, right? And then that's it, only extension. So you get that practice in there. And before you know it, you're going to be a pro. Before you know, you're going to be a pro. They say it takes 21 days to build a habit, but it takes 20 hours of doing something to be an expert. If you can make yourself get on an Instagram story for 21 days, you're going to build that habit. You're going to build that muscle and you're going to get more comfortable with it. And then before you know it, you out here doing all sorts of stuff, promoting your business and getting every everyone watching your stuff. It's, it's that easy. It really is. It's that easy. So write it out. Write the topic out. And then number five, limit your time. Limit your time to speaking. So boundaries can really help that. Like in stories only go for one minute. So that limits your time. When I first started doing Facebook Lives, I was trying to limit myself to five minutes. Uh, so if you're going on Instagram Live or Facebook Live, there's so many ways to do it. You can even do TikTok Lives. But I think you have to have so many followers for that because I was trying to do TikTok Live and I couldn't figure it out. But hey, I'm on TikTok as well, but I'm not as good with TikTok. And we're working on creating different content for TikTok. But yeah, just limit your time so you can feel comfortable what you're talking about and not go on forever like sometimes I do. <laughs> but limit your time. You can do five minutes, three minutes, one minute, whichever one you need. If you need more time, then you do more time. I try to limit my podcast to like 15 to 20 minutes. So that's my time because I'm doing long form content versus really short form content. There's completely two different things. But regardless, number six is batch out your pictures or videos so that while you're doing it, you get used to it. So this is exactly what I do when I do videos. I batch them out. So I write up all my topics and then I sit at one time and I just batch them out. 
because once I do one video, I'm already comfortable. My voice is used to it. I loosen up and I can talk forever. <laughs> so I try to batch out as many videos as I can at one given time so that I get comfortable in, in my speaking and in my sharing. And then I don't have a problem sharing and I don't have a problem speaking and I get used to being on camera. So if you're just getting started, it's a really great way to get comfortable and get used to it and get over your fear of being on camera. All right. So let's go over it again. Start your social media accounts and don't ask your friends and family to join. Number two was take pictures, batch them out, take the pictures of relevant things that you do. Number three was share on stories, whether it be Instagram stories or Facebook stories. That was number three. Number four was write down your topic that you want to share about so that, you know, you have a few notes. I mean, you see, I'm doing it right now. I'm like literally doing what I am sharing with you. So for real, it works. <laughs> and then number five, limit your time uh, because boundaries around it can help. You can start with five minutes and then work your way down to one. You can start with 10 minutes and work your way down to one. And then number six, batch out those videos. Batch out those videos because now you're so used to talking and sharing that it just gets easier and easier as you do it. All of that, all that falls under, in order to get over your fear of getting on camera, think about the one person you can help. Don't think about yourself. So when I do this, I think of one person I could help. And it's somebody who is afraid to get on camera. I'm thinking about that one therapist who tells me she wants to start her business, but she feels she can't get on camera or talk to a physical therapist that I'm working with that is, I don't know, I I've done it before, but I just, I can't say consistent. I was like, it's because deep down there, there's a fear of you sharing in order for us to get over our fear of getting on camera. You just, you have to think about that person you're trying to help and it gets easier. So he got on camera, put it out and he had like over a hundred views, people calling his office saying, Hey, I'm a golfer. I need golf help. And it's just have to get on camera. Right. And you have to think about the other person on the other side of the camera. This video was made for you. If you're fearful and you wanted to find like tips to get over your fear of getting on camera. Even if you didn't know you needed this video and you found me somehow or another, I hope this video helps you. So if you like more videos like this, you're an occupational therapist and you want to start your business, grow your business, then join my email list. It's the link below. I only send little tips and shares on business. I don't share therapy advice on there. So if you're interested in growing your business as an occupational therapist, the OT business corner is the link you want to get on. And if you like videos like this, feel free to hit subscribe, like the video and leave me a comment and let me know what else you want me to talk about. Cause that's how I make videos like this for you. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. Peace out until next time.